Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you going to be discussing on this week's show? Ryan, on this week's episode, we're going to invite Australia into the fold, albeit reluctantly, what with all the deadly animals and whatnot trying to kill you at every turn. And last week, I sideswiped the entire religion that is Kwanzaa, and I am here to make amends. Yes, (laughs) you did. What about you, Ryan? (laughs) On this week's show, I have no freaking clue what's going to happen. Like, what am I, a mind reader? Also, did a soccer player really get murdered for screwing up Mm. in the World Cup? The answer may shock you. He did. The answer is yes. But we'll talk about it. Here we go. I'm ready for my midlife crisis, Tyler. I'm ready. I thought you've just been going through like a 20-year one. (laughs) That's the thing is that I've been having one for about 10 years. How do you know when it's officially kicked off? Like, when do I know? Is somebody going to tell me? I don't know. I feel like the entire buildup to yours has also been the crescendo, so I'm not really sure how that works. I don't want for this to be my final act. I just want to pull this off like most people do. I think at a certain point in your life, what is a midlife crisis? You start acting like a kid again. Do I have that right? Well, your age starts catching up with you and you have to acknowledge that time is passing and that, you know, the end isn't as far away as we, as we actually, I was going to say, as we thought when we were younger, but we never think about it when we're younger. I think that's the deal. And you come to an age where you're like, holy shit, I'm not a kid anymore. And so you want to start acting younger because I, I guess you can pretend that death isn't coming imminent for all of us and i think you also see your parents aging yeah which is tough yeah that's tough i am so tired of changing mom's diapers yeah but i feel like i could take her in a fight now Uh, i feel like is she awake when it starts she is mid diaper change okay (laughs) (laughs) legs up in the air i kick her in the ribs just kidding i love you mommy but uh that's the thing what are the classifications of having a midlife crisis i always go directly to Sports car, right? Isn't a sports car like the the quintessential midlife crisis? Yeah, I guess you start doing the things you wanted to do when you told yourself you became an adult. Well, you know, like yes. go out and buy the nice car. I'm going to start going out and partying because I got uh, 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 all this money now. And you just start acting like a like a youngster. I'm going to cheat on my wife with a younger woman. Be, be honest, you're doing that already, audience. We saw you doing it but, before the crisis. But now I'm talking myself into thinking that we have common interests. You know, just us two kids. You know what I mean? I, I like how you didn't involve her in the conversation. Yeah, she likes what I like. <laughs> That's what I like about her. You know what I mean? She's on board with anything. My wife's so tough to please. (laughs) Good God. But I, I, I do believe that there is kind of a problem with my midlife crisis, and perhaps you will connect with this. I've never felt that much like an adult. Like, there was never a point in my life where I'm like, ah... Me and my adult problems. I, I've kind of felt like a kid this whole time, so what do I do now? Do I start acting like a like a preteen, like a, a tweener? What do I do? Yeah, maybe you're just on the verge of puberty. Really? Yeah. It's about yeah, freaking yeah. time. I know. I, know. I, I want at least one of those testicles to descend, Tyler. That you're going to have to talk to your doctor about, Ryan. <laughs> my name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. <laughs> Disappointing. Mm-hmm.
afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another Those Guys You Hate. Tyler Menendez, how you doing, brother? I am okay, Ryan. I'm tired, but I'm okay. Well, that's okay. At least you got something to look forward to later on in the night. Hooray! <laughs> Tyler. He's making fun of me because I'm going to have to have a difficult conversation with friends. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that we were even wandering into this. No, I'm, it's okay. I, I'm it's, here for it. No, I, it's all right. It's, no, no, it's okay. And I don't, I'm obviously not going to get into specifics, but I just... I, all, I, all I ask is for this person's name and we can move on I, I, and address. I, I think it's, I'm really working on communication more sure. than anything else. It's a very difficult thing to do to, to look somebody in the eye and, and tell them, I hate your face. Sure. No, sure. no, I'm just kidding. It's, Us people it's, get used to it. It's tough to be, to, to let out those emotions and be vulnerable, but I'm working on and it. And to say something that you know is going to displease somebody else. I think yeah. it's very human to just avoid confrontation and just kind of glad handle people and go on being miserable. You know what I mean? Yeah, I tried that for many years, and uh, in my you know somewhat lengthy experience, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, de facto does not work. I think you're just giving up a little bit too early. Hang in there five more years, and we'll revisit the plan. Tyler, mm. I, um, I, I've been living here in Miami famously for a while now, and it's beginning to infect me. Have you noticed this? It does that. Yeah, it does it's that. it's yeah. seeping inside of me. I I, I have a. Uh, you know, a desire to landscape. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? I, I don't know if you're talking about actually mowing the grass or talking <laughs> about cutting your pubes. Oh, I was talking about mowing the grass okay. and less on cutting my pubes. Okay. So I, now here's the thing. How? What is your take on Latin music, Tyler? Spanish music, what's your take on it? It's very loud and there's a lot of horns. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot that of horns. true. I think that's a trumpet I hear. <laughs> At least one trumpet in every song. Is that a flugelhorn? <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, and it's always very, very animated, very loud, very boisterous. Sure. And, yeah. and that's the thing. I... Uh, the only time I ever listen to music is when I'm in the gym. So I like aggressive music. I like music that makes me feel good. I like mm. music that picks me up. And in a lot of ways, Spanish music has grown on me. I'm around mm. it all the time. And there's some of it that I really like. Yeah. When, when a Hispanic person plays the music that they love, if it's Spanish, I feel like there's some kind of unwritten rule that I have not been privy to where you must play it loud enough for the entire block to hear. What is up with that? I, 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 I bet you uh, people from different portions of the country and or world don't understand what we're talking about. Well, it's obviously cultural. It must be the norm wherever, whichever country they come from, the Hispanic world is filled replete with that. Uh, but here in America, we like our, our silence. We're like our damn quiet. <laughs> I'm listening to Taylor Swift over here and you got the hooting and the hollering. But what I would say is... Uh, she could at, use a trumpet in that song, I'll tell you that much. Sunday at noon, you could have somebody just crushing like mm -hmm. the loudest song that you've ever heard. But yep. nonetheless, yep. I hear stuff that I really like, but here is my problem with Spanish music, okay? Daddy Yankee. Have you ever heard of Daddy Yankee? Yes, I have. Now, Daddy Yankee, I have heard him on songs with other people and there's some of it that i really like it's just the type of music that i am into mm -hmm. i don't know how long i'm allowed to play of this kind of music but just to give you an idea of what i'm talking about now for me 
the, I mean, the, the, the real problem is that I can't sing along without sounding like an asshole. That's a bummer yeah. to me. You just move your lips silently. It makes you look uh, informed. Sure, if you turn it up loud enough in the car, you can just... Get as close to the speaker as you can. That way it drowns you out. <laughs> can you put this at an 11? Just shuffle over. <laughs> and so I love that. And I'm into it. And I'm like, this is perfect for me. Mm. I would like more of this in my life. Now, the problem is with a lot of these people, they, they collaborate with somebody else. They're playing their kind of music. You go out and you look into what they normally play and it's a little bit different. Mm. So if you go in and find Daddy Yankee's original stuff, you end up with this. Whoa! This is the same guy? I mean, probably. It's something. Wow, it's, it's something. It's something in this realm. And so what I'm saying is there's just such a disparity between the there's two. There's the trumpet! <laughs> I told you. Ah, and, and it's just, it's an issue for me because it's like, uh, you know, I, I don't want to be misogynistic, but you know, it's like the hot girl and you jump in the pool and now you got something totally different. And all of a Weird. sudden, Wait, you're right, I should have said that. All of a sudden, she comes up out of the water and I got... So, you're right, that was misogynistic. And, and I'm also, sorry. Yeah, after you're saying right. you're not misogynistic, but usually it's a misogynistic thing that happens after I that. I have a lot of black friends, Tyler. <laughs> What are you talking about? And so I will say that there's no way Daddy Yankee would be Daddy Yankee while still sounding like that. I think you're being very close-minded. And, and you know what the thing is, is that I still like Daddy Yankee because he's brought us such amazing things such as... And also... Oh, I know that one. I mean... I can listen impressive. I could listen to that for the rest of my life. That's impressive. And that is Daddy Yankee. And Daddy Yankee, Tyler, I don't know if you could tell, you know, for most of the time, mm -hmm. makes me happy. And when I'm happy, what do we do, Tyler? We listen to his old music and then do the Depression we Index. We do the Depression Daddy. Yeah. You ain't wrong about that. Man, I wish I'd mixed it over some Daddy Yankee. It would have been perfect. No one cares. What the Depression you don't know what Index to do, is is a machine that I built with my hands in Guadalajara, and we crank it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler, how down are you this week, motherfucker? Coming in hot, so, Ryan. I'm sorry about that. I, I, I am. I'm doing okay, Ryan. I'm doing all right. I, you know, I've really taken stock. I would say over the over the last few days over the amount of, of partying that I've been doing, not just over the holidays, but over the last couple of months. It's been a little too intense. Yeah, it's like living with John Belushi. <laughs> How'd you get that horse in here? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to get it out? Yeah, it's, it, it's so easy to get caught up in that mode and the high that comes with just thinking about, oh man, I'm gonna go out tonight and, and I'm gonna party and hang out with my friends. It's, it's it, it in itself is a high. Sure. And so I've really been trying to take stock and, and the group of friends that I have been hanging out with a lot recently, we are all saying amongst ourselves, uh, we should probably slow down a little bit. This is unhealthy for us, we're, we're getting older. Um, so I don't really have a theme for this week. I don't have anything written down. So I will just say just Probably because you're partying too much. That's that's what it is. That's yeah. what it is. I've been hanging out with this horse. No respect. And I I just will say as a general theme, um, it just to I'm gonna look do better in terms of doing my best to take care of myself. You okay. know? I'm gonna try to drink a little bit less. Not I quit drinking, nothing like that, but tone it down a little bit, tone up the turn up the exercise a little bit and uh, and be kinder to my body because 
every little debt that I accrue now is only gonna come back to bite me much later in life. Here's to hoping I make it that far. You ain't and, wrong, Tyler. And uh, and so I need to start taking those kind of things into account. Uh, I, I think that's I think that's very true. And uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a good time. It's just sometimes when you're feeling good, you can kind of go in the opposite direction and not even notice it. You're like, oh, this is good. I'm feeling positive. But sometimes that becomes the the cycle. You know what I mean? Well, back in the day, and I don't suffer from it. Uh, too extremely now, but back in the day, you would fall, and I know you've suffered from this too, you fall into one of the pits, and you're like, oh man, I'm like this forever, like I'm never getting out of this, and then one day you wake up, and you feel the opposite, and you're like, wee, I'm free forever! I'm unstoppable. And then you go party, and then the next day you're back in that pit, and you're like, what the fuck? No, yeah. I was there! I was there! Well, that's the manic side of, of the depressive, where it's like, sometimes for me, the good is harder than the bad. It's like, you know, you you got to get it out, yeah, and and that has to be watched, uh, and that has to be watched just like the opposite side of the coin. You sure, know? and ride that wave while you're there. If you feel good, feel good. There's nothing wrong with that good feeling. But like Ryan said, just be aware of it because we can't live in it forever, and we don't want to do our, we don't want to hold on to it. Sure, experience it and then let it go. And and I walked into the gym today saying like, hey, I need to maintain my energy. I don't want to just blow myself out here. I got the show going on later tonight. Yeah. I don't want to over manic myself to a point where I'm just going to be no good anymore. Sure. You know, you got to pay attention. For sure. So Ryan, this week, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say that I am a dead even single. Oh, wow. One, yeah. two, three, yeah. four, five. Tyler, five golden rings, Tyler. That I can't wear anymore because my fingers are gone. Floor. That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't realize you were wearing so many. All right. Now, Tyler, gay it up. Um, I'm going to try to go to real mode here. I'm going to try to, uh, what do they call that? When you're speaking, you know, from the heart, you're not just doing a, a, a shtick. What do they call that? Uh, speaking with integrity and from honesty and... Is it weird that I don't know any of those words off the top of my head? This is something that I've truly been wrestling with my whole life, and you've been there for it, so perhaps you can speak to it. My whole life, I have questioned my motives, and by that, I just mean my motives in everything. Like, in a, in a weird way, my whole life, I have questioned whether I am, at the risk of oversimplifying it, good or bad. Mm -hmm. What's your take on that? We each get to decide. It's a decision that we each make. But but in, in some ways, it's something that has tortured me, like in the way that I know you could relate to it. When we talk about doing good for other people, am I just doing it because I know it's good for me? I, that's something that we've talked about in, in a multitude of ways, but it lies at the heart of this quest that I'm on. I don't just want to be good. I want to be good for the right reasons. What do you think? I think you're getting into a very... Uh, grayish area because gray it up because it, it, it now you're getting into perspective and we know how easily perspective can be skewed and marred and 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 whatnot so I, I guess the question comes down to would you do this even if you didn't feel good afterwards that is a great question I, dude even right now i am entering this point in my life where i want to do more for people this last christmas came and went and i i you know, preemptive shameful admission. I'm, I did a bad job for a lot of people mm -hmm. and, and I want to be better at that. And you know why I want to be better at that, Tyler? Why? Because that will help me 
feel better. Mm. Like I know that's the key to life is to do for other people. So I, nonetheless, we could get stuck in this loop forever, but for whatever reason, I know it's probably not even healthy, but it's something that I have dealt with my whole life. I used to talk about this with mom when I was a little kid. But I don't understand why you are perceiving that good feeling from helping others as a bad thing. I'm not. I'm just questioning it. Why? I, I don't know. It's 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 part of who I've always been. I'm not sure. But this the breakthrough that I had this week and you said it right from the very beginning. Like we all kind of have our own strong suits. Like for me, my faith is just something that's just, it's always come naturally to me. Some mm. people struggle with it and they're like, I don't know what this is. For me, it's just as natural as getting out of bed in the morning. And oh, that's, that's- Brag. Brag. I'm, I'm busy, I'll call you later. Whoa, what'd he say? What'd he say? What'd he say? <laughs> oh, nothing, but I do need to sc scoot my chair away from you for just a second. Ryan, why are you covering your ears? How do you spell, <laughs> how do you spell Smody? <laughs> so you, it, it just comes naturally to you in terms of I am just realizing right now that I get to choose on a daily basis or even on a moment to moment basis, every choice that I make, I get to decide, do I wanna be good or do I wanna be bad? Again, at the risk of oversimplifying, every single day, I get to make that choice. I wasn't born bad, I wasn't born good. It's what I want and what I want is to be good. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's all, that's all you it. need to do is tell yourself, I am a good person. I want to be a good person. Does that mean that we're going to be good 100% of the time? No, we are human beings and we're going to have some, some questionable moments in our life. But as long as we are uh, trying to achieve the, the good person title, it's, it's all good. It's all good. I, I agree. And uh, you know, after a lot of introspective, retrospective analysis, I have figured out that in my heart, I want to be good because it's the easiest way to trick people, Tyler. This week, I am at a... Dude, I'm feeling great this week. I am at a Are you two. tricking me into thinking that, Ryan? None of your business, Tyler. One and two. Just go ahead and sign on the dotted line. If you right. want to know how to bring Here? down a house of cards when you finally got it down pat. What do you mean? As you just pulled the the, the tablecloth out from under that entire conversation Tyler. with a single sentence. Tyler, what if I want to reach Nirvana? What if I want to reach the ultimate understanding because it's the best way to trick people. So anyway, Tyler, that is Depression Index. I feel better having got that off my chest. I'm happy for yeah, you, thank buddy. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now, We've been doing that segment for a long time. Another segment that we've been doing forever, and I'll ask for you to explain it, is... Book. Uh, Weekly Book Nook is a segment where we, do, where we do reviews about something we are watching, reading, or ingesting in any kind, and it's rarely about a book, and very often is it not weekly. Uh, Ryan, what you got? Uh, we say that in jest. Tyler... Uh, you go first, Tyler. Please. Did you do you have anything? Or I don't have good? anything. Okay, I'm here well, to listen I, to you. I told you to do it. I know. I know. I and, drop uh, the ball. Weekly book nook. Tyler. He sucks. All right. Who are you talking to? <laughs> you, Tyler. He just looked off into a corner <laughs> of the room. We need to get a producer. <laughs> we really do. I feel so alone in here with you. Lenny, save us. <laughs> All right, Tyler. This week, it, it's funny because you kind of brought this up on the Depression Index. As I get older, I'm 40 years old now. I didn't think I would live to be 40 years old. And I have now reached this point. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. This yeah. might be my final lap, Tyler, because <laughs> I've seen everything. So 
I am now becoming more cognizant of what I am putting into my body. I, I, I'm becoming more aware of taking care of, of this, this meat vehicle that I have for another 40 years or whatever. You well, know? you brought this up last week and you, you said something along the lines of a machine that pulls water from the air and you lost me. I meant to, <laughs> I meant to look that up. There's a machine that makes water from water vapor and I believe you just buy that to be the ultimate douchebag. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, it's bo boss level dick face. Fuck you, Zephyr Hills. <laughs> and then you know that water's not distilled. I don't think we should be drinking it. I'm just, I'm just saying. Have you noticed I've been putting ancient salt into my water? No. Let's move on. Now, Tyler, another stupid thing that I've I couldn't tell doing. if you were joking or not. It's really true. Oh, wow. There's minerals wow. that we're not getting in our water, and you need to put... Nonetheless, oh, we'll do that on a different boy. show. Boy, boy. I have changed deodorant, Tyler, because I'm dead serious. I'm worried about the aluminum in the deodorant. Are you familiar with the aluminum in the deodorant? I do. They, they say that there are certain ingredients in certain deodorants that can cause cancer and, and you know, all, wreak all kinds of havoc on your body. And who knows what's what? All I do know is that cancer has run amok. I'm, I, I'm sure it, that there's things has. in the food that we're eating, the way that they have to keep up with the population growth by adding different things and medicines to all the from food. I'm sure that's adding to it, but what I'm trying to make little changes here and there. Well, it's also how we eat. And I, I, I myself with my mouth, Tyler, a bit, well, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> a bit of a proprietor of the fast food, Ryan. Really? I don't know if you knew that. No, I not. didn't know that. But fast food is the way most Americans eat. That yeah. is our number one food source in this country. Of course, we're all getting cancer. Is that true? I, I, I saw a, and we can review because I can't recall the exact- I, I'm uh, wildly interested in this. Yeah, this I, is a very interesting stat. It was country by country what the majority of the population eats on a daily basis. And in America and other countries, not just America. I was going to ask you, do you remember an, another country just to give me a baseline here? No, but I bet you I could find it easily. Sure. So we can, we can review, review for next week. Okay. So, so with all of that being said, I switched to the original Tom's of Maine deodorant. Do you know Tom's? I do. Tom's is more like that organic uh, kind of kind of thing, and they have a whole wide range of everything. Absolutely. Yeah. You could buy shoes from them. Mm -hmm. They'll build you a canoe. They'll <laughs> come over, and they'll pot your plants. So, um, is Tom like one guy doing all it's of this? Just Tom. Tom comes over and builds me a canoe. I'm 99% <laughs> sure that guy's on meth. He and Craig should get together, create some kind of list for Tom's he's, stuff. He's like Santa Claus. He's everywhere, this fucking guy. And they're both running through snow. Now, here's the thing. Here's my, I, I want to start reviewing these things. Like, I don't want to just be like, yeah, I like it or I don't like it. Here's my review. Tom's deodorant, not only... Do you smell like shit within 15 <laughs> minutes of putting it on? Apparently, aluminum is very important. I, I, I didn't know that. But the question is, smell bad, get cancer. Smell bad, when, get cancer. When you first put it on, you still smell like shit. Oh. It doesn't smell like, it doesn't smell good when you originally put it on. But wait, why do you smell like shit? You're saying the deodorant itself smells like shit or I, you just haven't taken a shower? I got the lavender <laughs> smell because I thought originals probably, you know, smell like a, like an old man's ass. Uh -huh. So I got the lavender. Does it smell like lavender? It smells like shit, Tyler. <laughs> and then it goes away within 15 minutes and then you smell like your regular amount of shit. Got you. It's like, do you remember Juicy Fruit, the gum? I was just thinking double bubble. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> It's like rock yeah. hard and it loses flavor in five seconds. Sure. You got 15 yeah. minutes of smelling like shit before you go to your original, you know, your, your, your body normal smell like shit. So for Tom's deodorant, I give it. 
one star. Oh, how about that? It, oh. it was just bad. That's it, unfortunate. And that's how we're gonna start doing weekly book nook, Tyler. So <laughs> by just shitting on things. Well, no, I, we got we got a rating system here, and that's All right. And that's that's weekly book. Nook. Maybe next time I'll try. Uh, Talking up a item of some sort. We should. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Uh -oh. I, I, forgive me. I have one other one. Forgive me. Okay. Book. Okay. Uh, uh, what the weekly book nook is, is a, <laughs> a segment that we rarely do, uh, you know, about a book and we don't do it weekly. This week, well, we'll Tyler. we'll do twice in a row. I am going, uh, this week I am reviewing cancer, Tyler. I am reviewing Cancer. Now, mom had cancer. Do you remember that? Mama Menendez did have cancer. And yes. it was terrible. It was. It was bad. I, you know, um, it, it, it's tough. A lot of people are affected by cancer. Have you noticed that? Everybody seems to be getting it, Ryan. Yeah, it's, it mm -hmm. is all the craze. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I personally didn't enjoy it. Mom didn't seem to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So, cancer, we, we don't like you. Two stars. What? Yeah. yeah. Cancer does better than Tom's deodorant? Yeah, okay, now I understand how that looks bad. Wow, cancer got two stars. Here's the thing. Cancer affects you just from the moment that you get it. Smelling like shit is your whole life. You you putting on that deodorant, you're gonna smell like shit forever. So I you don't just wash the deodorant off. Again. I don't recommend either, but if you gotta choose one. Cancer it is. <laughs> oh man. We are a That's risky. a weird thing to put in the universe. Two stars, Tyler. <laughs> Two stars. It's that's not a recommendation. And that Sorry, Tom. Is in mom. <laughs> My apologies to Tom and Mom. That's weekly book nook. Now, Tyler, Whatever just very quickly, we've got to move on. Last segment before the break, unless you have anything. Do you have anything, Tyler? No, no, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. I want to get a far away from that. I understand. <laughs> in retrospect, perhaps that wasn't the right move. When you hear that music, you know that means that a visual stimuli is headed towards Tyler. Yeah, one that none of you can see. Yeah, well, not too fucking bad for you. Get your own podcast. Tyler, what are you looking at, player? Animal abuse, Ryan. I'm looking at animal abuse. Is it somebody who put their dog in a sweater? Because, damn, I hate that. No, it's, it's just, it's one level below that, actually. But, no, somebody's taking their dog, I... Uh, Chihuahua-like thing, and a little bit bigger than a Chihuahua, and made it look like a Pikachu. Dyed all of its hair yellow, and then just the two red spots on the sides. Super fucked up. Super fucked up to do that to an animal. First of all, it's a Pikachu Wawa. What the fuck is and, that? And second of all, you haven't seen this? No. Tyler. That makes me angry. Tyler, I am going to prove to everybody how well we know each other. What the fuck is that? Where do you think geographically this has taken place? Oh, it's easily Florida. Tyler, that happened down here in good old Miami. Oh, my God. And uh, that, that bums me out that you haven't seen it because... I haven't done any of the research, and I was hoping you could tell me the backstory. No, I mean, the backstory is this person should lose custody rights <laughs> of every living creature under its roof. Ah, you could keep your kids. It's fucked up, man. Yeah. Uh, Google Pikachu and dog. You'll see what we're talking about. You'll see the Pikachu Wawa. Tyler. Like, I want to call it cute. <laughs> I want to call it cute. Is it? Is it? It's fucked up. Tyler, isn't there a part of you that's like, Bro, that is almost like having a Pikachu. Except it can't shoot electricity out of its face. I mean, unless you were to rip a, an extension cord off of a lamp. I was going to say, maybe rub it into the carpet really, really hard. It knows what it did. Mm -hmm. Let's take a break. 
What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You could sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, then you don't get beat on the deal you know you won't because you're lazy that's why you haven't moved out of your parents house we love you thank you for supporting those guys you hate and let's get back to the show those guys there are people that are still on the fringes of society. We can still make fun of fat people. We can still make fun of bald people. We can still make fun of people who blow their extremities off of fireworks. We need it needs to be equality for everyone. Can you make fun of that Absolutely. last group? Make fun of people who blow their extremities off with fireworks? There was a, a a football player who very recently blew off like four of his fingers, and we all had our laughs at, at Jean-Pierre Paul. Did oh, we have a laugh? Absolutely. I thought it was horrific, and it, and it was a, a, a terrible invasion of privacy. Because wow. his medical records were put out there for the world to see. If you don't want your privacy to be invaded, then be a little bit more responsible on Freedom Day, Tyler. <laughs> you hate... Oh, wait, I, I'm now arguing. That sounds like an infringement of freedom. I, I'm arguing on the other side that I started off on. I told you I'm keeping you on track, okay? Full circle, baby. I, okay, I could do this. Necrophilia of victimless crime, Tyler. Now. Those guys you hate. That's like our official announcer's voice. It's not bad. It's not bad, right? Not bad. One star. I feel like you could apply that to everything we've ever done. Tyler, I accept cancer. You gave cancer two stars for whatever well, reason. I, you know what? I don't know. Tyler, I've been considering recently that I need a purse. I carry stuff around with me. Like, you know, I have my wallet. I have my car keys. Satchel, Ryan. You need a satchel. A European carry-all. No, mm -hmm. I'm not going to do what everybody else is doing with that, that bandolero thing that they're wearing around their chest. Fanny pack. Get a fanny pack. Tyler, the gay rumors are already out of hand. Mm -hmm. I, I can't fanny pack. I can't do it. I don't think the gay community owns fanny packs. I think that's a, a an item for all. I don't think that's attributed to gay people. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the nerdy 90s dad, but not gay people. Why Why is it called a fanny pack when it's in front? Is it like the, the British use of the word fanny? <laughs> I would assume so. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I just call it my dick pouch. Fanny in review, Tyler. 
So look, what do you think about this as a little invention? Nobody could see this. this no. You know what? We'll cut this out. That, that's, but look. That's a hard drive case uh, it that you wrapped a re- rubber band around. But look, so in does other the words, zipper not work? It holds. The zipper does. But Tyler, we are now in this world where seven seconds of doing anything is way too much for me. I can't. I would rather lose my car keys. Well, do you, first of all, no, you would. <laughs> yes, I would. Second of all, I can prove it. Do you know that opening and closing that with that rubber band over and over again one time, it's soon it's going to snap and your stuff is you're going to uh, become askew all over the place. If there's only anybody in the world with a multitude of rubber bands, it is I, Tyler. Tyler! I'm just saying. Here is my problem with this show. And I forgot to ask you ahead of time. Do you have anything other than Week in Review? No, no. Okay. I mean... You know, uh, Tyler, you're partying too much, okay? Oh, oh and I'm sorry. You're partying I, too much. International hello. No, it's too late. It's oh. too late now. You yeah. know why? Because you're partying too much. Mm. Well, let's go ahead and we'll do Shameful Admissions, mm-hmm. and then we'll do International Hello. We'll do Weekend Review and see where we're at. Okay? All right. What, what do they call that when they give you your itinerary at the beginning of like a college course? Your... Your itinerary. Probably that's what they call it, mm-hmm. Tyler. Mm-hmm. You done said it. That's unfortunate. Now, here is my problem with this show. Genuinely, I want to expose the parts of myself that I believe happen to everybody, but we're all too afraid to admit it. I, genuinely. Like that, picking your nose. Yes, like mm-hmm. picking your nose. That's mm-hmm. what are you admitting to picking your nose? Everybody picks their nose, Not me. right? What's it's, going on with you, you weirdo? It's what do you do with it afterwards is the question. The internet actually got went crazy with that question recently. I'm taking you off course. Go ahead, buddy. No, no, I, I, I'm a bit intrigued, dude. Mm-hmm. Is there something that you could do other than eat it? What do you do? No, you could flick it away, although it's going to take you like a thousand tries because it always gets stuck to the end of your finger. Wow. Or you could just wipe it on somebody you hate. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, the scarlet letter, as it were. <laughs> So, um, so I, I want to, I think there's some of these things, even some of the crazy things that we say on the show where people hear it and they're like, okay, that's shocking. I can't believe you said it, but also, of course, we all pick our nose. We all have done whatever crazy thing that they're saying. Mm -hmm. So I have that on one side of the scale and on the other side of the scale, I don't want to sound like a fucking idiot, Tyler. Mm -hmm. I don't want to. You, you know, say too much. I don't want to expose myself too much. And then other people are like, why? What, what, what's happened here? And it's a real fight. Well, the good thing about that is, is no matter what you say, you're always going to wind up in the middle of those two things always, because there's always going to be somebody who hears that and thinks this guy is fucking insane. And you could actually be saying something totally crazy. And there will still be somebody else out there that goes, that fucking registers with me. I totally okay. get what that guy is saying. Well, the people that I don't like are the people who have actually done what I'm saying but still judge me for it. Those mm. are the motherfuckers that piss me off. So why you know worry I mean? about them? It's just a problem that I have, Tyler. <laughs> so here, let me set the scene, okay? I went to the beach yesterday. I'm on the way home. I live in Miami, so you have to wear a hot pink bathing suit. I'm on my way home. You don't have to. Well, I mean, it's just my you skin. Don't, you don't have to. It's my skin you tone. You just happen to look amazing yeah, in it. It's my skin tone, and I feel like it would be a crime against humanity if I didn't, so I got to. Mm-hmm. So I stop at a diner on the way home, a first watch. Are you familiar with the first watch? No, but I do love a good diner. This I love a good diner. is a healthy diner, Tyler. It's a healthy diner. They bring a you heiner. a Heiner, Tyler. Yeah. Thank you. I don't attribute those two things. Uh, I don't correlate those two things. When I think diner, I think greasy breakfast food. Well, they are. They have signs all over, farm to table, all of those kind of things where they're trying to bring you more organic. Uh, who knows if that's true or not? I can appreciate it, though. Absolutely. Yeah. And the food, I believe, I don't know if it's marketing or not. 
like the way that I drink a, a Mick Ultra in the middle of my workout because I feel like it's making me healthier. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not, but they make me think that the food is a better quality. It's good advertising. So I'm on my way home. I'm in my bathing suit. I'm in a corresponding button-up shirt. I look sharp, Tyler. So I go into the bathroom. I am using the urinal. What do we usually use the urinal for, Tyler? Our penis is right. Making a pee-pee, Tyler. That is exactly right. So I am using the urinal to urinate. Good. Good. And You're using it correctly. Here is the deal. And I'm going to say something. I don't know if I should say this or not, okay? Don't like the setup. <laughs> I am in a bathing suit, so I didn't shake as much as I should, Tyler. There's some primal part of my brain that's like, ah, it's all good. It's made for, it's waterproof, it's whatever. I shake just a little bit. I agree with that. I move on, okay? It's meant to catch water. It's, it's, it's made for water. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. Here's the problem. I peed all over myself, Tyler. I got pee on my on my bathing suit. I should have been more responsible. That's the shameful part, okay? that's I'm ashamed. It's, it happened to me, and I'm, I'm sorry. Hmm. Well, just come out of the bathroom and be like, I just felt like taking a dip. Help me, Tyler. Help, make me feel better. Help me. What would you, what do you, has that ever happened to you? Please, I need your lifeline. I, I mean, as a man, and all of the men out there understand this, that honestly, no matter how much you shake, when you put it back in, always a few little drops come Thank out. You. So that's a problem Thank, regardless. Thank you. Although we should be wary about rushing through such a delicate process. Sure. Because since you're already getting those few drops at the end, if you don't shake properly, then you're getting a whole line of it, a whole I, stream of Tyler, it that you didn't get to already. I got a babbling brook. I was yeah. shocked at what happened to me. Well, you that's know how I mean? we learn lessons. Sometimes you got to pee on yourself. So what would you do in that scenario? Because this happened to me yesterday. You got to okay? strut. You got to strut. You walk out there you, like it ain't no thing. And you hope your t-shirt is long enough to cover it up. It isn't, Tyler. <laughs> I wear baby little tiny t-shirts. But you said you were wearing a, a, a long sleeve button up shirt. It wasn't anywhere close. I'll tell you what I did. And I think that people can uh, familiarize themselves with this move. I went to the sink. I washed my hands. And I splashed a little bit of water on me. I made it just look like, oh, man, look, you, you've never done this maneuver? No. Oh, then me neither. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Around. I didn't do that. So you had so much pee on your, on your shorts. It wasn't so much. It was just enough. But you had enough it was the to right warrant the need to splash oh, yeah. more water Tyler, on you. Did you not understand the babbling brook So reference? instead of looking like you made a mistake putting your penis in your pants too quickly, now it looks like you're a baby in a, in a man's body who can't wash his hands no, properly. No, we have all been a victim. <laughs> Yeah, people no. like, bro, look at this idiot doesn't know how the three seashells work. Tyler, we've all been a victim of an aggressive sink. That's happened to all of us where you go and you push the thing. And but it's, you weren't. You just peed on yourself. The diners don't know that, Tyler. <laughs> now, what I was worried about, people who use the bathroom and they're like, wait a minute, this sink is working just fine. I need to get to the bottom of this. And that's my shameful admission. You've never done that once? Never. Not wow. once. Okay. I mean, I've, I've peed my pants before. So in all fairness, who am I to judge? Yeah, you're walking around with piss in your pants. I'm just a guy who's a victim of, of a high pressure situation. You should have done like what the preppy boys do with the where they wrap the sweater over their shoulders and tie it off. You should have taken your long sleeve shirt, wrapped it around your waist and just tied it around your, your dick area. Buffy, are you ready for tennis? I definitely didn't piss on myself. I probably should have gone first with the shameful admissions because mine's really not that shameful. Oh, oh. Well, so I'm happy to follow this. Well, I my, right. my shameful admission, and it's a it's a made up stat. Could be more, could be less. I'm not really Did sure. Did you piss in your pants? That that 
I would say 33% to 40% of the words that I use, I don't actually know what they mean. I go by feel and I know that they work in that spot in that sentence. But if you were to stop me sure. and say, what's the definition of that word? I wouldn't be able to tell you, I, nor, nor would I be able to spell it for you. I am a bad speller. Appreciate your honesty, number one. Number two, I'm going to start doing that to you. <laughs> And number three, I know exactly Google what you mean. Where, where, where you hear a word that somebody else says or, or you read in a book or whatever and you don't stop and go get the definition, but you do understand the context exactly. in which it is used. Now, you could maybe use that word incorrectly, but chances are you're going to hit on it. And unless somebody's being a dick... Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna care otherwise. Yeah, but it is another way for my ego, that voice in my head, to to bear down on me because we all have the experience, or most of us have the experience of walking away from a conversation and maybe we said something that was embarrassing. We talked about this last week. You say something that's embarrassing and you're like like ooh, you like cringe on the sure. inside. Sure. I walk away from a conversation. I'm like, fuck, I hope I use that word correctly. Ah, well, you know what? It's a distraction. So if you break your ankle, you know, you hit your hand with a hammer just to give you something to think what? about. You haven't I haven't used that strategy either, Ryan. Really? No. Really? You've never pissed in your pants and you hit your hand with a hammer? Wait, I think I did something wrong here. Wait a minute. I'm confusing my metaphors. Uh, I think a lot of people know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. But you know what? And I've been in that situation, especially with Nicole, who's, you know, she knows English, of course, but she's constantly learning new stuff where she asks me, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And I've done the same thing where I understand the context of the word and I will say, let's look it up. This is what I think it means. Let's look it up. And, and you know, you're, we're, we're always a student. You'll never increase your vocabulary if you don't try with new words. Absolutely. And I will even go one step further as the the, the student in me. Whenever I'm reading and I, I browse Reddit a lot, anytime I come across a word that I don't know, I always look up the definition. Sure. It's just memorizing the definition of each individual word. And it's since it's a word I've never seen before, almost any of these situations, chances are I'm not going to come across it again for a long time. So sure. it's, it's hard to retain that information when you don't use it. Do you ever think to yourself like, wow, that word sounds really good. I want to try to get that into my vocabulary. Mine right now. The answer is absolutely in my sure. word right now that I really want to use a little bit more is apoplectic. apoplectic I sure. love that word. Okay. I like that. We'll see if we can work it in, but I'm not angry enough. So you're going to have to make me irate for it to work. I got you player. Thanks buddy. And that is shameful admissions. I'm embarrassed. Tyler, give me an international hello so I could just go mop up my chair. Let's get the fuck away from whatever that I was. No, I'm sorry. Why does it smell like pee in here? Because I peed my <laughs> pants, Tyler. I do it constantly. I thought that was water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing's broken. It's shooting out urine. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, let's just uh, let's just jump right into it. Sure. Guess what this is, Ryan? I like the idea of making your country the first word. It's pretty baller. America does that too, doesn't it? I don't know what the first word is. America. We're bad Americans. We are bad Americans. If it makes anybody else happy, I don't know the Cuban anthem either. (laughs) Onward to Australia. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Are you accepting new new visas by any chance? I'm the land down under, Ryan, which will never not sound sexual to me. Australia. First, interesting fact, and this one I included so the nine-year-old in all of us can have a laugh. Sure. 
Australia, Australia's capital city named Canberra is an Aborigine word which translates to women's cleavage and was named as such because the city itself rests between two mountains. Oh, I like it. It's like the Grand Tetons. Exactly. That's it very makes good. me giggle. It makes me giggle a little you know, bit. It just makes you think that all ancient civilizations were just middle school boys. Perverts. I love it. Just perverts. I love it. Ryan, do you know those those facts that you believe and propagate your whole life, but then find out later in life that it's not true? Kind of like like throwing a penny off the top of the Empire State Building, and when it lands, if it hits somebody, they'll die. It'll go through their body. I believed that for sure. a long time. I think it would look a little something like Alice in Borderlands. I think that's what happens. Exactly. Right, right. Exactly. It would just fall straight through your skull, it, it and you would die instantly. Shoots through your neck <laughs> like uh, like one of those portals in Mario. Um, yeah, I, where it's like this foundation of what you know about something and then it turns out to be false 20 years later. And it's something that so many people believe. Sure, there's, there's millions of those we can reveal. Well, I'm going to do a reverse of that. Something you've believed your whole life that is absolutely true. Can I guess? Absolutely. Is it that Australia it was the jail for England? Like, that's how Australia got started, by uh, carting people over there? Not what I was thinking, but that is actually true. All the loonies? The first police, I don't even have that written down here, but the first police force in Australia was just made up of the most well-behaved convicts. It's like Waterworld. Never seen it, but sure. On I would land. So. <laughs> Without the water. It's like La La Land. <laughs> well, something you've believed your whole life, and that is true, is almost everything in Australia wants you dead. Sure, sure. It's a dangerous place, Ryan. You can ride on the spiders if I have my information correct. <laughs> I'm sure that's true. Sure. The country is home to 21. I found that on the web. I'll allow it. Thank you. That one <laughs> country is home to 21 of the 25 most venomous snakes in the world. 21 out of 25. You're a single goddamn island. Why? Why do you think that is? Uh, I, I and I was skimming it, but they were saying that the snakes, when it was Pangea, the venomous snakes were located in a central location. And then when you had the continental drift, the majority of the venomous ones wound up in Australia. I don't know what the science is behind that. I, I wonder if because everything is so deadly there, the evolution bred deadlier and deadlier creatures. I, that's that's it's so interesting that such a small place, relatively speaking, mm. is a home to so many inhospitable creatures. So many inhospitable sure. creatures. Sure. I, I think that at one point it was the prison for all of the animal kingdom. Do I have that correct? I don't. I don't think that's true, <laughs> but that would be a awesome movie. Zootopia 2. <laughs> would be an awesome Am I right? Movie. Bad day, mate. Be behind enemy lines. That's a kangaroo jacked. <laughs> well, let's also not forget the box jellyfish, oh, okay. which is considered to be the single most venomous marine animal in the world. Not the most venomous jellyfish, marine animal. Okay. It's the single most venomous animal in the ocean. So what is, I thought it was the most uh, poisonous animal on the planet. That might also be true. Oh, oh, and what's that over there? Oh, that's just a cassowary. And while not venomous, it's still considered the most dangerous bird sure. on earth. That's a dinosaur. Due to its average height of two meters. That's six feet, Ryan. What about those gray, oh, I'm sorry, cassowary? And it's two fucking talons it has on each foot. It's basically a claw. Not unlike a raptor. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh, and what's that you hear? Oh, scurrying around in your boot? <laughs> Don't put it on because that's the Sydney 
funnel web spider. While having a venom that can paralyze and kill within 15 minutes, they also happen to be wildly aggressive. So Uh, that's good. The most venomous spider on earth, Ryan. The peanut butter and jelly of the animal kingdom. Oh, 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 oh. And that over there? That over there? You know what that is over there? Who that? Well, that's actually a wombat. Those are, they're cute little fuckers that poop in cubes. Little square they, poops. They are adorable. Seriously, how, Google that. They defecate and their poops come out in little cubes. How about, and I think I have this name correct, the gray wolf bat. Are you familiar with the gray wolf bat? Uh, do you mean the, the the gray fox bat? That's exactly right. Yeah. Thank and you they so are much. Huge. They it, can have a wingspan of six feet. It is the size of an obese child, which yeah. is just a regular child. Yeah. And they are terrifying Tyler terrifying it looks like it could carry like carry a a baby away sure just a pizza delivery guy (laughs) off into the night (laughs) give me my pizza (laughs) no tip uh and yeah it's a it's a crazy world over there mate and finally Ryan fact numero tres Ryan not even their prime ministers are safe in 1967 Australia's prime minister Harold Holt went for a swim, and was never seen again. Was he running from any sort of tax fraud or anything like that? Not that I know of, okay. but he may have been running from an animal out while well, he's out out at sea. Sure. A massive search went underway, but no one could find him. It was attributed to a simple case of drowning, although many conspiracies uh, theories arose around the case. As you can imagine. As you can imagine, but with one of the biggest stating he was actually a spy from China that got picked up by a Chinese submarine. Wow. <laughs> yeah. He got- Guys, I'm here. Where are you? <laughs> oh, there you are. Oh, right there underneath me. Um, wow. That is crazy. I will tell you, when I think of Australia, the the first thing that comes to my mind, other than inhospitality, not the people, but the, the terrain from mm. what I've understood is the Great Barrier Reef. That That is something that I, I think of, which is it's basically cleared out at this point, right? It's it's taken a lot of damage. They're tr- doing their best to save it uh, and to, to help it recuperate. Sure. It is the biggest... The single biggest living organism on this earth, and it is, uh, I be- I believe, a wonder of the world, if I'm not mistaken. And and it is, it's dying and at being an inc- incredible rate because of the world getting warmer. Liberal media, also facts. Sink the reef. And this, I mean, sure, why not? Maybe that'll help it. Republicans listen to podcasts too, Tyler. And to end, not this one, and no. to end this segment, one of the ways. They chose to commemorate Harold Holt's death by what they assume is drowning. What do you think it is, Ryan? Uh, dude, uh, they released you know a thousand Portuguese man of war into the into the water. I don't know. It's very specific. Okay, two thousand. <laughs> Why? It's the Harold Holt Memorial Swimming Center, Ryan. What? Of course. What? You Aussies have a dark sense of humor. I'm, I'm here for it. It's like the Jimmy Hoffa <laughs> Football Stadium. Like, what? What are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> and that, Ryan, is weekend. Uh, excuse me. That is international. Hello. Whatever uh, the fuck that is. Australia. Welcome to the Menendez family, you kooks. You kooks. Just, but stay over there, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you're welcome into the family, but from there. Make sure that you claim everything in customs because we don't want any sort of a problem over here. Tyler, I again, I forgot to change this. I'm not doing this to be cute, so please forgive me. Let's do a week in review. <laughs> Uh, 
I'll, I'll put it back to the classic. I, mm. I'm, I'm genuinely not doing that on purpose. Mm. Tyler, last week I just threw out the common phrase, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. Mm. Did I look up the etymology of that? I hope so. It is likely that the phrase, wear your heart on your sleeve, came from medieval jousts. Okay? Oh, okay. Do you know anything about medieval jousts, Tyler? Uh, just that it was cool as shit. You got your own sure. horse. You got a giant spear that you got to try to kill the other person riding full speed. One horsepower. Ride. Lance. Yeah, one horsepower each. Yeah. A yeah. little gay. Oh, very much. They did the salutes. They touched sure. tips. Everything was was shiny and chrome. So, and 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 maybe that last thing isn't true. What the? Yes, a little armor all really <laughs> made the whole thing incredible. Knights would often wear a lady's token around their sleeve of armor. I'm that sure you've sense. seen that in some of these movies. Sure, 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 sure. Wear your emotions on your sleeve. Oh yeah, and they would, and the ladies would give it to him as a good luck charm. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's that's really interesting. And as soon as I skewer this guy. I'm going to pat my brow dry with the handkerchief, the yeah. kerchief you nah, gave me, see, lady. see, that's the difference between us. I was going to say I'm going to skewer you. Oh. Is that a gay joke, or are you telling me you're going to kill me? Like a shrimp on the bobby. I would have preferred the gay joke. Ryan, last week, I just... I I just totally was totally dismissive of the entire holiday celebrated by a number of people that is Kwanzaa. Before you you do the thing where you what ask the, the fuck question, was that? I, I, it really shocked me. I don't want to come down no, on you. No, I deserve it. The fact that you have come to this idea on your own shows growth. I deserve it. It, it was very strange. It I, was, I was going for a joke, right. and and I just there was no basis for it. There was no foundation. It was just ignorant and hateful. It was a 1980s white man joke of like, oh, what is this? wacky holiday I've it was. never heard of. Yeah. It was and speaks to my ignorance. Well, and you, you people make mistakes. Well, and, every, and all of us have some ignorance inside of us. That was mine. And sure. there I go going for the joke. Okay. I sideswipe. There, there are at least... Wait, wait. Ask the question. Do it the right way and then beat yourself uh, Ryan, up. Ryan, was I a total bleep hole last meep, week? Meep, meep, meep. Yes. I mean, I, I hate meat murping you there, but... <laughs> But you made you made a mistake. Let's I call did. It that. I did. There is at least ten million people that celebrate Kwanzaa in the U.S. alone. Wow! And I know every single one of them listens to this show. Oh, I, <laughs> I thought you were going to say I know every single one of them, and I'm going to apologize one by one. And I'm going to go in alphabetical yeah, right. order. And if you interrupt, I'm going to have to restart. Alan Anderson. I'm sorry. Ten million people. Just in America. So to all of you out there that can hear me, I apologize for the 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 pettiness and the and the and the aloofness. It, it was just a joke that I use. Yeah, but it wasn't cool. And so you, and you've learned. And did you now? Do you know anything about Kwanzaa, or have you just learned that it's a holiday? I know that ten million people celebrated in America. That's all you looked up. No, nah, well, it's uh, it says the type here is cultural and ethnic. Now, the significance is it celebrates African heritage, unity, and culture. And I can't go into further detail than that. Is it, that's beautiful? I said it was the celebration of lights. Is that correct? It is correct, but I and I I'd have to do another week in review. I do think that there are a few holidays around the globe that also claim to be the holiday no, of lights. No. Put, no, put that menorah out. <laughs> this is whoa, the, yeah. whoa, so I'm sorry. Well, you're doing what, it what now. What do you want, nine crazy nights? <laughs> this, this is the holiday of lights and I'm not, dude, can we have anything that's our own? Why are you asking them to blow it out though? Just do it over there and they'll do theirs over there and everybody uh, everybody can have whatever lights they do want. Do you have darker lights that you could use? Whoa. Because, because uh, Kwanzaa is the, uh, come on, let's give them that. Dark lights? 
Okay, I shouldn't have that said that. That was weird. I was talking about for the... Let's move on. You're right. You have black right. lights by any chance. Can we Can we do something other than menorah for, for Hanukkah? Is that too much to ask? I believe that is their <laughs> tradition. It's like getting a coconut tree for Christmas. Eh, it's like thousands of years. We could try something else. You know what I mean? I'm just kidding. Tyler, <laughs> last week, we said that there have been a multitude of soccer players who have been killed for their play. I, I looked this up as well. Did I find that to be true? I only found one. Just the one. Okay, just the one. And so I, I don't remember us saying a multitude. I thought it was just alluding to somebody has been killed in the past. I was under the belief that this happened all the time. That there was just, <laughs> they were just wiping sure. teams they, off they the face of the earth. Constantly <laughs> bringing in new people like the Walking Dead so they have more people to kill. Paris Saint-Germain had to go out and get 13 new players That's after they were eradicated yeah, at yeah. the stadium today. I have to bring an arsenal to arsenal, Tyler. Uh, but so that was pretty good. Thank you. That's pretty good. Um, so who we were discussing and was Andreas Escobar. See, see, see from uh, 1994 is when this happened. A uh, Colombiano, uh, World Cup mm -hmm. 1994. He was the a defender, one he, of the defenders. Uh, he wasn't a keeper. He was a defender. Maybe that's. I've, and forgive me. You guys are literally about to witness the limited, limited information sure. on soccer that we have. Uh, but I have it right here. He was. Take your time, because I have a, a sentence and a half, so I'm glad you looked this up as well. He was a Colombian footballer who played, as they have here, as a defender. I'm okay. going to go ahead and assume so, that's a position so on the soccer pitch. He probably. I, I thought that he was the goalie, but I think that I have no, that wrong. Okay. No, no, no. He tried to defend the play. It bounced off of and him. And it bounced off of him. He he went running in and tried to defend it. and just It happens in basketball sometimes, where it, it hits off your hand and, and goes, goes in your own basket. And, and I'll cut your fucking throat. But, but with soccer, one goal is like, 50 in basketball. Yeah, more than that. Yeah. Nowadays, more than that. I mean, you know, a, a bad guy on your team can score 50. He was later shot by a drug cartel, thought to have lost money betting on the game. He was approached by three men in a parking lot. and they Always got, bad. Always bad. Always bad. And they got into Unless an... Unless you're at a gay club. They got... It, no, still pretty bad. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, got into an argument with the three guys. One of them pulled a gun shot him six times, and it was reported that after every single shot, he yelled, goal, oh. goal, 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 goal. One for every time the announcer screamed it uh, after his uh, debacle. So, Tyler, I have, it has come to my attention that you are a better researcher than I am. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, that was a, a tapestry. It was just the Wikipedia page. Fuck off. <laughs> You're just showboating. I'll kill you. <laughs> Ryan, last week we talked about James Franco getting me too. Sure. He was in like everything and yeah. then became and then was in nothing. We miss you, buddy. Do we miss him? You better Thank you. Speak for yourself. I will admit I loved him as an actor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the Louis C.K. thing because he's my favorite comedian of all time and it was sad to see him to see me lose his art because of the shitty things that he did. At least now he's working in that green, greenhouse and I've never seen him happier. Ryan and <laughs> what the fuck? Ryan in June of 2021, uh Franco settled a lawsuit for 2.2 million dollars uh that alleged that he and his associates coerced acting students into performing sexually explicit scenes on camera. Yeah. And and there's been a lot of rumors following him throughout his career that he can be a creep and that he 
uh, preys on younger women, stuff like that. But the lawsuit was specifically for them coercing acting students into sex scenes. Yeah, like he was asking him them to send him nudes and all of that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's a uh, that's yeah. tough, man. That's tough. What is? If I could be genuine here for just a moment, the power that we give sex in our society where I believe and celebrities in a lot of ways. Well, celebrity, I mean, that's you, you have carte blanche for basically anything. You could do whatever you want if you're carrying a camera. But even in my own life, the power that I've given sex where it's I believe in a lot of ways I'm using it in a way it wasn't intended. Mm. Uh, it can become a, a dark uh, spiral, which is what I would call my porn. It'd be about butt stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know if you had gotten it or yeah. not. Yeah. All right. Well, we miss you, buddy. Tyler, last week I had discussed a book written by L. Ron Hubbard, the inventor of Scientology, that had some magical traits to it. Mm. Did I actually look it up? I hope so. I don't know why I keep asking that. The yeah. answer is always going to be yes. Do you, do you recall any of this? Hearing about this book? I, I remember the lo- last podcast on the last on the left episode talking about L Ron Hubbard. And it was something along the lines of he had written this book, which is basically scripture for this religion, Sure, but then set it, it up was the to, precursor. Exactly. But then set it up to be, well, I know what it says and I read it, but if you read it, your head will explode. Well, what it is, is he underwent a dental procedure and reacted to the drug used in the procedure. Now this is in April of 1938. You, you mean had an allergic reaction to it? Um, According to his account, this triggered a revelatory near-death experience. Oh, wow. Uh, but can you imagine the drugs that they're giving you in 1938 to get your teeth worked on? I mean, it's got to just be just black tar heroin, I right? was going to say, if they're not still using heroin, it's something along the lines. I, I mean, I go in to get my teeth worked on three times a day, Tyler. Now... <laughs> The name of the book was, of course, Excalibur, Tyler. Of course. It was called Excalibur, and in 1938, he set the price at $1,500 per copy, Tyler. Oh, wow. I'll take two, please. Sure. And the reason was because he was such a good-hearted man, he cautioned people that four of the first 15 people who read it went insane, Tyler. This song is so good that you can't hear it. This song is about the song. So do you think there's still copies out there that we could get our hands on? I'm not going to read that shit, Tyler. Why? Maybe it'll make you sane. Ah. We'll reverse psychology for you. If anybody out there has a book of Excalibur, please send it into our P.O. box. Ryan, last week, we talked about Insane Clown Posse, <laughs> and you had mentioned that they made some kind of promise. What is my deal, bro? That if they made six albums, they would then kill themselves. Did I look it up? <laughs> Let me just tell you where this stands, where the internet stands on this. I looked it up too, and I immediately, I'm like, eh, I can't, I can't go down this hole. Okay, good, because all I did was type in ICP promise to kill themselves, <laughs> and all it gave me is help is available suicide hotline. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. So I just want you to know that's where it is. Well, for next week's show, ICP also said that they were going to abuse animals and light things on fire, so look that up also. I can't. I got you. And that's it for me, Tyler. I'm weak and reviewed. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's it, Ryan. That's it. 
Fantastic job, Tyler. I, you know what? I did myself a disservice. I totally forgot to look up what happened to the Wu-Tang album that Martin Scarelli got his hands on. I need to know where it wound up. You know what the thing is with Week in Review is for some reason, because we don't do it every week, I always forget it and it's the last thing that I do. Mm. And at that point, I'm so mentally exhausted by putting everything else together that I'm just like, yeah, slap it together. Like, we're good. My Week in Review is always my weakest. My Week in Review. Great job, Tyler. Please tell the people how they can reach out and touch us. Uh, thoseguysyouhate.com. It has our address. You can come in, put your hand through the mail slot. We'll make the rest happen. Absolutely. Um, I'll back up on that but thing. Make sure you make sure to remove all jewelry first, though, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Or we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Go to thoseguysyouhate.com and click on the subscribe on all the links and subscribe. We need your support, and we love you for your support. Or, I mean, you know, we love you regardless, but the support is definitely uh, a positive. It factors in. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It's appreciated. Ryan. Wait. Oh, wait, sorry. It's okay. You're I got ahead of myself. I got ahead of myself. Tyler, what is the moral of the story? Ryan, the moral of the story is don't get me tooed. I know this. You're not the boss. I, I know. It just, it, it just seems so easy. Don't put your hands on people that don't want you to. Can I put my hands on myself in front of people? If they don't want you to, no. Oh, you have free will to turn around. You do have free will to leave his bedroom. Like, he's not keeping you there. You could just leave. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't think you know the combination, but nonetheless. I was going to say, you don't have one of those buttons that you push behind your desk and it locks the door. We call that the Matt Lauer button. <laughs> Ryan, what's the moral of the story? <laughs> don't be like Matt Lauer. That's a good moral. Yeah. That's a good moral. A fall from grace, I would say. Yeah. That's what happens when you lock people in your office. What I would say, my moral of the story this week, uh, my it's going to be my depression index because it really resonated with me. You get the choice on a daily basis, on an hourly basis, on a minute-to-minute -minute basis, whether you are going to be good or bad. And hey, even if you make the wrong decision today, you don't have to make that same decision tomorrow. You're not born into anything. You, in many aspects, are the, the, the god of your own time here. You mm -hmm. get to decide which way you want to go. You get to choose your own adventure, and it just comes down to who do you want to be. Well said. Very well said. Thank you, buddy. We are those guys you hate. Be kind, or we'll kill you. That's terrible. Man, they love Guadalajara. <laughs>
pieces of onion that always come in there. And I, I, I love ceviche. Ceviche is up there at the tops. I don't want to be... Pretentious food. I don't want to be too much of a... As a matter of fact, I'm not going to be a douche, and I'm not even going to bring up the fact that we ate ceviche on the beaches of Costa Rica for the first time. We did, and we also had a private chef come to our home oh, one Tyler, time. Tyler, shut up! <laughs> Do I remember this correctly on the beaches of Costa Rica where they were not unlike a cartoon pulling the fish out of the sea and they were just flying directly into our mouths. <laughs> Do I have that correct? Today's been a cartoon episode with you for some reason. Dude, I'm bouncing off the walls again. Sure. Whoa. And, um, I, you know, I'm going through some adversity in my life. And for whatever reason, that just triggers this, um, like my creative side. I don't know why I start taking in information in a strange way. Yeah, yeah that's how creativity works for the most part. What well, is the connection between being upset and being creative? Uh, it's an outlet. You need an outlet for those a fork for those emotions. I'm sorry. Uh, nothing. Go on. You need an outlet for those emotions, and it comes out in uh, well. There are many ways in which it could come out. Creativity is one of them. You could also, you know, shoot up a bank. Cut yourself. Yeah, cut yourself. Pull there out you your go. hair one by one. Absolutely. Just bleed yourself dry one Shit. cut at a time. I'd rather do that to our parents' bank account, Tyler. But I uh, I want to harness it. You know, this manic state is part of who I am, so I got to learn how to kind of work with it. So please feel free to, to poke me and prod me. Why would you say that's part of who you are? It's okay. You're, ex- you're experiencing it, but it's not a part of who you are. It's a characteristic that I've showed throughout my life. Mm. So I want to use it to my advantage. All right. I, I, I can respect that. Thank you, buddy. Now I am going to, I want to show everybody how close you and I are. Okay. That's, that's what I want to do here on this, on this pregame. What do you think about that? I think that I don't have much of a choice. Yeah, you're going to do it. Wonderful. So, yeah, this is going to be great. I can read your mind, Tyler. Mm-hmm. I can read your mind. Let me ask you this, Tyler. What do you and I know about totem poles? That the most important figure goes on the bottom. That's exactly right, Tyler. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I can also read your mind. That grossed you out. Yeah. Well, you lean into it. I got a little Both tickle physically, on my throat. And figuratively. Totem poles, what I don't think that most people know is that the most important rung of the totem pole is the bottom. Mm-hmm. Where else is that true? Where, Because if you're on, you know, the bottom rung of a ladder and a metaphor is never good, mm-hmm. where else is being on the bottom and not a gay sex joke, please? Sure. Where else is being on the I'm bottom? I'm more of a top anyway, but is I'm that true? trying. Yeah, yeah, you're, for sure. You're crushing N-word, Tyler. I know. That's a weird way to put it, but yeah, I'm the... <laughs> I'm the, I guess, the masculine one in the relationship. What? Yeah, how weird what? is that? You would think I'm the, this dainty little feather no, over Oh, that's not true. I know. Uh, not, Nicole I know. and I were talking about this behind your back. And oh, you're, good. You're not that effeminate. I don't no, think. No, no, I, I don't think so. I was just going for the joke. But still, my poor little lap. Your heart, Tyler. Your heart is also where the bottom is most important. When you say something to somebody with meaning. I get what you're doing. You say it. I mean, it's just an observation. No, sure. I get where you're going. I get is it. Is it a funny one? It's not, but it is from the bottom of my heart. Your heart is your little totem pole Mm -hmm. in your chest. That's how well we know each other. That's how well we know each other, Tyler. I feel like that was a, a, I feel like that was a success. What do you think? Nailed it. Okay. How about this? Mm -hmm. How about this? Mm -hmm. I'm going to read your mind one more time. Hold on. Channeling it to me. Okay. I'm ready. Tyler, I saw a celebrity this week. Who was it? Uh, Mia Khalifa. <laughs> what? She's a celebrity. 
It was J-Mac, Tyler. Oh, hey, well, at least I was in the right profession. You were in the right. It, but I, was cr- I was close. Tyler, it's the only celebrity I ever see. I don't fucking know, man. He goes to my gym, and uh, I saw him again. Looks great. Yeah, yeah, he keeps, he keeps in really good shape for anybody who, who doesn't know. I wonder why. J-Mac, J- if you've never seen him, he's the bald guy in Pornhub. You've seen him. <laughs> you've seen him. He's the guy teaching your wife how to play tennis. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and he's not very good. Yeah, I've, I've noticed. His and, tennis game is a bit off. And he looks like a quiet dude, almost. He looks like a like a low-maintenance, sure, quiet so. dude. I think so. And he's just banging everybody. 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 I, I, uh, it's funny, and I know I brought this up before, but I don't really go to that gym anymore. So when I saw him, it kind of spurred some of these old feelings. <laughs> it's old feelings. <laughs> um, it's funny to watch really everybody. Fire. Yeah, I don't know. He, <laughs> he stirs something inside of me, and I'd rather not put my finger on it. But but it's, it's really interesting to watch everybody else in the gym see him and, and look at him. Do a double take. But don't want to acknowledge that they're looking at him, sure. but also look at them. It's like little kids at Disney World looking at, you know, the little mermaid. Sure. But I would imagine celebrities of all of of all kinds get that kind of behavior. I agree. I would say him and his profession maybe a little bit more because you don't want to outwardly say, dude, I've seen your dick like hey, a thousand times. Big I, balls. Lo- I love your work. Yeah. I got to <laughs> tell you something, man. There's something about you that just stirs me. Did you just say, Hey, big balls. <laughs> and then say, there's something about that. That stirs me for the second time in a row. Uh, when somebody tells you who they are, folks, listen, <laughs> or don't, whatever. <laughs> it's not a big deal. I'm sure you got plenty of stuff going on. <laughs> Um, all right. So anyway, speaking of the gym, you know, I talk a lot on this show about the gym. It's something that I spend a lot of my time doing. I don't know if you've noticed that or not, Tyler. You do go quite often. I do. And the thing is, is that I bring up these people to you and I mention them and we have these interesting stories and then I never speak about them again. And I feel like that's kind of unfair. And this is something that happens all the time. I figured, I thought maybe I could turn this into a segment. Unfair to whom? I, the, the, the audience. You know what I mean? Oh, really? They're clamoring. You'll see. To find out what happened with your bully at the gym. You're going to understand. <laughs> that son of a bitch. Why does he do that to me? What did I do? Bullies need to feel better about themselves. Well, I'm here for you, sir. Um, so... I thought that maybe in the future I could turn this into some sort of a segment. I even got music for it and everything. Are you ready for follow up on people from the gym? Sure. Here we go. Tyler. (laughs) Are you using this music for everything? What are you talking about, Tyler? I just found this. You're going crazy, man. Are you gaslighting me, dude? Are you gaslighting Tyler, me? I guess it's working. I was really excited about this. You're ruining it. I'm so sorry. Now, Tyler, do you remember a few weeks ago on Welcome to Miami, I told you about that woman who was wearing the hat that said, I'm not his mom. Yes. Do you I recall do, that? I, I do remember that. She Weird was, fashion choice. She was there with a younger man, mm-hmm. and the statement that she was making was, I'm not his mom. You know what I mean? What, and please tough. remind me, because I forget what your take was on that. Uh, that's got to be a difficult situation. The, the fact that you, I, I assume, feel the need to wear that specifically for its strategic value, you must be getting that a lot. Yeah, quite that, often. That, that is that is really weird. Now, to the point where you feel it needs to be addressed pre uh, proactively. Sure. 
Um, you know what? Actually, I was put. I'm putting this together as I'm sitting here talking to you. I think on the last one, I thought it said I am his mom, and I think I just read it wrong. Because I was about to say, I saw her today, I'm not his mom, and they had, again, different guy. Mm. But if it's not his mom, that's not that shocking. No, not that shocking. Boy, this has gone right into the dirt. Yeah, I'm good feeling. thing we have good original music behind it. I just found this. Do you like this? I, I feel like this is perfect for this specific segment. I feel like there should be an elephant balancing on one foot as it just uh, waves a ball in the air. How'd you get that bear to ride that bike? Exactly. That's impressive. And okay. where do you get that fez? And also, do you remember ab- about how I told you about that guy that I spoke to and we had the exact same beliefs, but he was so intense in those beliefs that he scared me off yes. my own point? Yes, we talked about the people who uh, who talk about things they believe in way too extremely. And even if there's something that you yourself believe, you almost want to stop believing in it because of what this person is doing. Your fervor is too high, sir. Yeah. And I'm worried that you're presenting a mirror to me that I'm just not ready is to look at. Is this what I look right, like? Because right. this is crazy. Tyler, that's... <laughs> I like the voice that you put on there. That's how I feel when I see people from high school. I look at them and I'm like, is this what I look like? I feel like I'm going crazy. Oh my goodness. So that, Tyler, is a new segment that I hope we could start follow up on stories with people from the gym or whatever I called it. You know what I mean? Really put some thought into this. It's got some legs, I think. I think it's got legs. Tyler, do you have anything that you want to get off of your chest here for the pregame? Not... Really? Oh, okay. I appreciate you thinking about it. You know what? I am just, I, I have so much stuff here that I have stuff that I couldn't even fit in. Yes, you pointed at I, me. I got one thing, if, Go. if I may. Hit me. At what time at night am I allowed to start judging seeing kids in casinos? Seeing kids? Like, what, how old of a kid are we talking about? I mean, maybe... 12, 13, something like that. 11. That's the, th- I'm bad at judging age, but. 13 is the tipping point because I feel like at 13, you can start staying up late and stuff like that. At you, a casino, though. I, I Why is he at a casino? I don't think you should bring your kid to a casino at noon. I agree. I agree. Yeah. But I was there not that long ago and it was super late at night and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I mean, you <laughs> listen, Tyler, when you have serious gambling issues, what are you going to do? Oh, God. How much are teenagers going for these days? Uh, I what kind of exchange rate is that? I gotta tell you, we could probably find we can review. Goodbye, Google algorithm. <laughs> Human traffic. Jam. What are you gonna advertise to me after this Google we're gonna, search? We're gonna figure this out. Who is this Epstein guy who keeps <laughs> IMing me? So, and yeah, how about this, Tyler? I heard a a just a quick fact that I that I heard on Levitard this week that mm-hmm. I thought was incredible. You probably heard it too because we listened to the same show. Yes. It's about Tom Brady. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. Go and ahead. I can't wait for you to say No, you go ahead and I say it. I want you to say it because I'm hoping that it's a different one and then mm-hmm. I get to be like, no, it's blah, blah, blah. But it probably will be the same one. Gotcha. Well, there was two. I guess I'll choose one, which is that uh, Tom Brady has never played in a meaningless game in his entire career. Me- meaning what? Meaning for the people out there who don't understand, if you get to the end of your season and it hasn't gone that well, you can be mathematically eliminated from the playoffs to where you're just playing games that don't matter. Every player goes through them. Tom Brady has never played. He's never played in a game that didn't have playoff stakes. potential or sure. stakes. Exactly. How, how that lo- is insane. How long has he been in the league? It's been 19 years now, I think. Okay. Coming up on tour. No, no, maybe more than that. Maybe 2021. We can review. We Jeez. can review. Uh, now, and I'm really glad you say this. This worked out very well because I chose the other one. Ah, it's pretty good. For whatever reason, this just punched me in the bleep. 
Tom Brady has spent more days on this planet as an NFL quarterback than not. Yeah. He has been an NFL quarterback more than he's been a regular human guy. <laughs> That's true. It is the apotheosis of Tom Brady. He is now a god. I do. Yes. And I do really I like. I saw him float up and I, I cheered him on. It's actually look great. funny that you say that because the host on that show said Tom Brady has been a football player longer than he's been a human being. Yes. On accident. That's true. <laughs> it's so true. Tell him he's wrong, it's Tyler. It's so true. All right. Now let's do our own podcast. Yes. I didn't even finish my my story with you. What was the rest of it? Are you recording? Yeah. Maybe we could just throw this back on there. I spoke to him today and I just let my I let my guard down. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't I tried to not judge him. I just tried to have a conversation with him and it was magical. It 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 was still intense, but I mean we really hit it off. We had a nice little moment there. Nice. It was good. So when am I losing you to the cult? Uh, they're swinging by. He's, he called me. He said, I'm in a van down the street. If you could just grab your stuff. We need you to cater. No, he was a, he was a sweet dude. That's good. That's good. I'm not jealous at all. Good for you. Mm-hmm.